Welcome to the Letters to the Beloved podcast. I'm Jake Spencer, the pastor of Grace Chapel, Knoxville, and we are thrilled that you are joining us today. You are listening to the audio from a video series that myself and other members of our church family record each week as we walk through God's Word together. Our hope is that the living Word of God would come alive in your heart today. If you'd like to learn more about our church, you can visit our website at gracechapelknoxville.net. May you be blessed and encouraged today. And now, beloved, welcome to the conversation. Hey friends, thanks for joining me today. Man, I am just loving this fall season. The warmer days have been nice. When it gets cooler at times, it's been wonderful too. Loving just the beauty of all that's happening in the creation around us. Hope you guys are able to soak that in. Um, I want to talk to you guys this morning about something a little bit more serious. Um, You know, throughout Scripture, there's times where we see seasons of joy that are worthy of celebration. But listen, God gives us a lot of guidance, too, on how we can handle and deal with difficult times. So I want to look with you guys for just a few minutes today at the opening to 2 Corinthians. There's a lot of ground that Paul covers with the Corinthian church in this second letter to them. But um, he opens by just talking about dealing with affliction and the comfort that God wants to provide in the midst of that. And so I just want to share a few thoughts with you today. Um, let's just jump right into this. The, the whole passage we will look at is 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 3 through 10. We'll just read a few of these verses together. So let's start with verses 3 and 4. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort who comforts us in all our affliction, so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort which we ourselves are comforted by God. Now listen, that's a mouthful, but here's the idea of what Paul is sharing here. Number one, our God is the God of all comfort. In all situations, in all seasons, in all circumstances, God has what we need. There is no circumstance we can find ourselves in where God doesn't see us and he, does, he can't reach down and touch us. He loves us, He cares for us, and He longs to comfort us even in the most difficult seasons. Secondly, He says, this God who is the God of all comfort, He comforts us in all our affliction. Whatever difficult, challenging circumstance we might find ourselves, whatever pain that we're experiencing, God meets us right there. And then finally, Paul says these last words, and you know, when you're in the midst of affliction, this isn't how I'm thinking at least, but he says, there's a reason that God does this. The reason he reaches down and he comforts us in our trouble is so that we too will then be able to comfort one another. We can comfort other people when they're going through any affliction. So listen, this is how wonderful our God is. Not only is he faithful to touch our lives in any circumstance and bring comfort and hope and help, but he also will not only touch us in those seasons, he'll use it so we can impact others in the midst of their difficulty. Friends, this is biblical empathy. Biblical empathy empathy is rooted in God's comfort first and foremost, not what I can do for other people, but what God has done for me and he will be faithful to do for them. So it's rooted in God's comfort. And then secondly, biblical biblical empathy, wow, easy for me to say, biblical empathy 
is also rooted in my own personal experiences of pain. And so one of the ways my heart is able to go out to others who are in need is because of the hard roads that I have walked. It does not mean I can specifically relate to their personal experience. That's not it at all. It just simply means I understand what it's like to live this human experience with all of the pain and trouble that we might face. And so therefore, when others are suffering, my heart can go out to them. And it can go out to them in a meaningful way because I have experienced God's faithful comfort in my life. And so I know he wants to comfort them too. So let's unpack how this looks practically just a little bit more. Moving now down to verse five. For as we share abundantly in Christ's sufferings, so through Christ we share abundantly in comfort too. Listen, I think we could get caught up in a lot of bad theology if we start having the mentality that I should look for or pursue suffering. Like I need to go find it or create it. That's wrong. However, throughout our walk on this earth, we will experience suffering. And what God is saying is, even in those painful circumstances, it's an opportunity to draw closer to the Lord. That when I'm suffering, I can realize that I am I'm experiencing things that Jesus himself experienced. God himself, who is the God of all comfort, has also suffered greatly. So what are some examples of that? Listen, when we're going through physical pain, it could be, it could be a temporary illness of a few days, Maybe we're walking through like a, an illness or even um, a disease that's like long lasting, you know, ongoing pain that I'm not receiving comfort in. Listen, our Jesus has experienced pain to the uttermost, physical, real pain. And so he can relate to us when we are in pain. Listen, I'm a baby. Like I get sick for just a couple of days and I just turn into like a big baby and just want to go hide in the corner. I don't like dealing with physical pain. But Jesus, even in some of those moments, can draw near and say, hey, I can relate, I understand, and, and you're gonna be all right. I wanna comfort you with my presence, I get it. Um, maybe another example of pain we might experience is relational pain. We all deal with that. You know, some of you, your parents, you have children, and you can relate to what it's like to have pain because you're seeing your child go through something. Your, your heart is broken that they're hurting and you can't do anything to intervene. Or maybe you have a relationship that's just broken and damaged and you're longing to see it repaired. Maybe you're seeing your kid experience um, the consequences of, of their own sin maybe or their own choice to not walk with the Lord. It's heartbreaking. Listen, our God can relate to our relational pain. First of all, our good heavenly Father, when any of his kids on this earth are suffering, friends, he feels that parental pain and anguish that we feel when our kids are suffering. He feels the rejection of when people resist him and hold him at arm's length. Jesus himself experienced relational pain when even his closest disciples abandoned him in pivotal moments in his life. Um, and then finally, and Paul gets into this a little bit more in a second, emotional pain and despair. Friends, there are times where we just feel crushed by what's going on around us. Maybe we're grappling with depression or anxiety. Um, maybe it's not even just kind of emotional and mental um, hurt that we're going through. Maybe just very real circumstances in our lives are just, we just feel stuck. You know, I'm, I'm stuck in a hard season that I just can't seem to get out of. In that emotional pain and despair, Jesus himself can relate. He's gone through 
um, that dark night of the soul, like his time that he spent in the Garden of Gethsemane. Um, and Paul himself begins to talk about that sense of deep despair that can overtake us in life. Verse eight now, for we do not want you to be unaware brothers of the affliction we experienced in Asia, for we were so utterly burdened beyond our strength. I mean, I mean he's not sugarcoating this. So utterly burdened beyond our strength that we despaired of life itself. Friends, don't believe the lie that somehow being a follower of Jesus means that we're gonna be free of despair and difficulty and painful circumstances. The road with Jesus is a victorious road. It leads to ultimate victory in heaven, but real pain, real despair, things that feel absolutely beyond us, soul crushing even, we can experience those as believers. Jesus himself experienced that kind of pain. And yet look how he continues, um, verse, uh, still in verse nine now here. Indeed, we felt that we had received the sentence of death. Things were so hard that we felt like our life was over. But he says, that was to make us rely not on ourselves, but on God who raises the dead. The moments in our life where we experience affliction, suffering, even despair unto death. It's a reminder that we are not to rely upon ourselves, but to rely upon the God who raises us from the dead. Now listen, this is first of all, good news. God is a victorious God who rescues us even from death. He raises the dead. So even the most despairing of situations that feel impossible to escape from, that are causing us to feel crushed, our God is a God who raises the dead and he can rescue us. But I also think it's worth noting, Paul doesn't say the God who keeps us from death. He doesn't even say the God who keeps us from pain and despair. Like this isn't the God who stops all pain and stops all death. It's simply the God who in the midst of pain or even in the midst of death brings new life and resurrection hope. Friends, in our affliction, in our despair, we have a God who can relate to our suffering and our struggling. And he is the God who in his very essence is the God of all comfort. Let's turn to him and look to him when we are struggling. And friends, as Jesus sees us through our moments of affliction and suffering and despair, let's recognize that he's now calling us to partner with him, to be like him, a glimpse of him in this world where there is a lot of pain and a lot of suffering, we can be carriers of the hope of Jesus Christ. We can share the comfort we have received with others who are in need. And so I wanna leave you with this thought. It's the last thing that, that Paul says here now in verse 10. He delivered us from such a deadly peril and he will deliver us. On him we have set our hope that he will deliver us again. The same Jesus who has delivered us from sin and death, the same Jesus who has showed up previously in our life in difficult circumstances, he'll be faithful to do it again. So friends, let's look to him in hope in all seasons because he is a resurrection God. Love you, my friends. Pray you're having a great week. Let's hold on to Jesus and let's be sensitive and have empathy that we might comfort one another in our sufferings. Bless you all.